What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 20 of the Few Chosen Gamers podcast. Episode 20. Yeesh. Ah, aren't you tired of doing this, Goons? Fuck you say to me. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topics are going to be regarding GameStop being stink as per usual. GeForce. <laughs> the video GeForce is getting another publisher pulled out of their uh, streaming services, which is not a good look for something that's in beta. Supposedly? Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly in beta. I'm still confused on that. <laughs> Activision coming at somebody for leaking some Call of Duty stuff that hasn't been announced yet. Well, obviously, that's what the leak is. Excuse me. <laughs> some Xbox Series X specs that were announced. This was, I mean, this was announced a couple weeks ago, but we just haven't got a chance to talk about it. And uh, also talking about Division 2. The uh, Warlords of New York, the division, I mean, the DLC is out and it's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. how you guys doing today? <laughs> this is our second episode today, if anybody doesn't know. For <laughs> yeah, those of you who are uh, interested, episode this is episode 19 and 20 has been recorded in one session. There's just been a lot of news and we missed a week, so we got it all together. And now you know. You know, you must die. So first off, huh? <laughs> first off, we have the Xbox Series X specs being released, which is uh, some very good spe- very good specs. Let me read them off to you. I thought I fucking had it. Oh, okay. So as far as power, the Xbox is getting 12 teraflops, which in which is double the series Xbox. Sorry, 12 teraflops, which is double the Xbox One X. And I think they said it was four times the regular Xbox One. All right. That's going to have, that's going to support 120 frames, uh, 8K, if anyone out there has an 8K Samsung TV. You don't. I don't. I never will. There's no point. No, I mean you as in the people listening. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you have an 8K TV, then I, I highly doubt you're listening to this podcast. You're probably like fucking working your ass off. Right. Um, they have a uh, SSD storage, which will help with load times and also, um, quick resume is what they're calling where you can kind of switch between games. So you could have like call of duty up, Witcher three up, uh, uh, top, um, division two up, and then they'll all be where you left it off at, even though, you know, Witcher was turned on two weeks ago and you left that like you know the swamp which is sounds cool but we'll see how that is on paper i mean sorry, yeah i mean we'll Xbox, see how it is. they already they already do that with one game at a time so like yeah it's just the same thing except it's three which i mean whatever i don't that's neat i guess but like i don't really care yeah we'll see how that is uh you know when wait when so it doesn't like out. close out your game like you can just keep all those up kind of like how you have apps up on your phone yeah, yeah exactly exactly actually i kind of like that because i hate when like i gotta kill a game just to go to another game when i'm on like my playstation for example so that's actually like i feel like that's an underrated feature we'll i might think i might think so once it comes around but yeah they already, saying, they already we'll do it with the single games like i really don't let's see how it works when the platform comes out um they have uh they're adding direct x ray tracing which uh those of you who aren't familiar with that, that's a RTX feature where game look good. Yes. 
they have like true to life free um features like lighting um reflections so it makes it look more realistic so that's going to be really nice to see on a console honestly then they have variable rate shading vrs which i'm not too familiar with i'm not sure what that is you guys know what that is I'm pretty sure that just adds like the appropriate dark colors and makes things look like you know how everything has a shadow mm -hmm. yeah. i'm sure it's related to stuff like that okay more more yeah, more game it, look good all it does is shade <laughs> All it does, like normally your screen shades everything at the same time. Normally uh, with VRS, all it means is that it can shade different regions at the same time. Copy, copy. There's one thing I want to add. I don't remember if we have like the article for it in here, but they talked about how Xbox and PlayStation are likely going to have two consoles come out at the same time. Mm. Oh, say, yeah, I, I, I believe it. That. Uh, I posted that article, but I don't know if uh, you actually like looked in, looked into it because they were saying if that's the case and that makes sense because different people have been getting like different specs for the same console, and mm -hmm. so they were saying that one console is going to be the cheaper one, obviously, or one version of each console is going to be the cheaper one, and then they're going to have another more expensive version that's more powerful. And they said those more expensive versions could arguably go up to like six hundred bucks or something like that. Hmm. We can get to that. We can get to that. Yeah. Uh, they have dynamic latency input where they are optimizing the player to console pipeline with starting with the Xbox Wise controllers, which leverage a high bandwidth priority wise communication protocol when connected to the console, which is just, I mean. Wait, say that again? Yeah. Uh, no, what's the first part? <laughs> they said dynamic latency input. We're optimizing latency in the player to console pipeline, starting with our Xbox wireless controller, which leveraged our high bandwidth proprietary wireless communication protocol when connected to the console. Controller AKA more responsive. Controller more responsive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big it. words. Uh, HDMI 2.1 innovation. Uh, Game we... look better on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Which adds uh, auto low latency mode and variable refresh rate. Response equal better. Yes. More responsive. Minimal lag. Responsive gaming experience. Yes. Game look good. <laughs> Console go zoom zoom. Game less chop. Game less chop. Uh, AK. Uh, then you have something called smart delivery. I'm going to read this one out because they kind of just say that and they say that when they announced it, but it just wasn't talked about much. Smart delivery, uh, this technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you're playing it on Xbox One or Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making a commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive game Xbox Game Studio titles, including Halo Infinite. Make sure you know Thief game. <laughs> and showing you only have to purchase the title once in order to play it on Available versions of which Xbox you choose to play on. Oh, that must which, be how they're going to do the this CD Project Red thing. This technology yeah. is available for all developers and publishers. They can choose to use it for titles that will release on Xbox One first and then come to the Xbox Series X later. Which pretty much means the remastered versions of games that developers are making, they don't want people to have to rebuy them. That's all yeah. that means. Which, yeah. uh, which plays into Cyberpunk. Backwards. No, oh, with yeah, Cyberpunk, if you buy it on Xbox, your regular Xbox now, you'll get the free 
Yeah, you can uh, play the the nicer version of the game on your newer Xbox without buying it again. Yes. That's, Which is good. I mean, that that's a good, good thing. That is. It's yes. a good thing. Yes. That is nice. Okay. You won't have to buy Batman and then Batman Remastered six months later because you got a new Xbox. <laughs> Batman Remastered. <laughs> that has to be steak. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they remastered it and the game came out a year ago. That's what I'm saying. Because the devs do be doing that now. Halo, Halo Combat Evolved Remastered, remastered Mastered. We mastered the remastery. Mastery 6. <laughs> yes, but all in all, uh, you know, we knew the platform, sorry, we knew the console was going to be extremely powerful. It's good to kind of get some more information about it. And uh, pretty much uh, going off of this, what Vulture mentioned about the PlayStation and Xbox releasing cheaper versions. Let me pull up that article actually. Uh that would be that would make sense of these consoles being expensive, but I don't see the point. I mean, do me wrong, there's probably a valid yeah, I point. Either. I just don't see the point. No, I don't see the point either. Because <laughs> I feel like my Xbox One S would be the cheaper version than than the Series X. Cause I mean if they're gonna be it depends on what they're eliminating. Like if if yeah. it's just like them okay so we have like the xbox then we have the the one x or like what i call the for clarification the scorpio edition mm -hmm. uh, we have like the xbox and then the scorpio edition all it is is them releasing those two consoles at the same time as opposed to years down the line what you mean like so instead of releasing the ps4, like, the play, the PS4 later, do it now yeah they just released the pro with the normal release that way instead of having to buy the normal PlayStation and then buying the Pro three years down the line, you can just buy the Pro now. Okay. That's all that. That's all it is. Imagine if the Switch Lite came out at the same time as the regular Switch. I see. Make, right. That, that makes sense, that's... but I feel like the Xbox One X would be the cheaper Series X. Yeah, I don't... Like, those consoles hmm. would have to be over-the-top powerful in order for me to get the... Cause Actually, what am I'm I buying the six hundred? Say so. Cause what am I? <laughs> yeah. Cause like what am I buying that's weaker than the Series X but a little bit stronger? Cause if the if the Series X power wise is double the One X Scorpio, then what am I buying that's between that? Same thing for the PlayStation Four Pro. If it's the same, like if two Pros are equal to the PS Five, why why am I spending three hundred four hundred dollars to get something that's a little bit stronger than my Pro? but weaker than something that does 120 frames, smart delivery, SSDs. Like they're going to have to they're going to take something out that's going to be pointless for me to buy the cheaper model. If they do, I would like to see how they do it. I, but it's pointless to it's, me. I think it's going to be one of those things like if you want to have the console just to have it then here here's the cheaper version. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what the, I was thinking too when you said it. The more powerful one, if the more powerful one is really going to be like six hundred dollars or upwards of that bro i'm not paying six hundred dollars like i'm going pc full-time if that console is really six hundred plus dollars i'm not paying it flat out yeah <laughs> i mean i i especially with the uh a lot of the exclusive games just being on pc now i'd rather throw 600 bucks in my pc and give it another five years of lifetime than mm -hmm. bro with six Bro, I'm rebuilding a PC for somebody for about $300 next week. That's going right. to be more powerful than a $600 PC. You Can you imagine what I could upgrade in my PC for $600? I yeah. could have a $1,200 worth of PC parts 
in here for $600 if I just spend all that money on my PC. I'm not sure. buying a $600 console, forget that. Especially I... when Microsoft said they don't care about console anyway. And all their games are going to be on PC because of Game Pass and xCloud or whatever else. And uh, yeah. games everywhere, yeah. I just Speaking of that, too, I just uh, last week I upgraded my uh, processor for, after having it for like three, four years. I had a, yeah, I'm literally upgrading somebody's PC with the same parts. Mm-hmm. I had a, a fifth gen i7, and we're on ten. We're on ten now, but I had a fifth gen i7 that I just upgraded to uh, Ryzen seven 3700X, and I'm just like fucking baffled. I can games that I couldn't even play 1080p 60. Like I, I actually want to tell you to tell you this, uh, Scoobs. Like when I had my 5820K, I couldn't stream Division two. At 1080p 60, even if I was playing it at low 60 frames, because it would just be terrible. With the Ryzen 3700X, I can stream at 1080p 60, I can play at 1080p 120 frames, and I can fucking record and only like 80% of my CPU is being used. I was like, gotcha. I was See, like, fucking I have, wow. Uh, I have an Intel uh, i7 8700. Ooh. And it's solid, but let me tell you, bro, this shit gets way unreasonably hot for an Intel chip. Like, I need to buy an aftermarket uh, cooler, which I never thought I would have to say about an Intel chip. But, like, even right now, like, just recording. Hold on, where did my temp go? I must have closed it. But my shit, dude, the other day uh, when I was streaming Division 2, I had to stop streaming because one of my cores hit 97 degrees. <laughs> Jesus right right now, let me read my cores. I'm going down right now. I'm in MechWarrior 5 at the main menu, right? So nothing crazy is going on. I'm at the menu. I'm streaming, and I'm listening to a uh, 240p YouTube video in the background. 87, 92, 94, Damn. 91, 89, 96 degrees. Damn. Yeah. That is way fucking hot. <laughs> you need a fucking cooler. That is way hot. I definitely need to put a new cooler in. But, like, that's a fucking... That should never fucking happen with one well, of these the, Intel the chips, too. like, the inside of your PC is supposed to be, like, between 10 to 15 degrees warmer than your room temperature. Yeah. And we're in the wintertime, and you're in Ohio. Well, it's the beginning of spring, but, you know, more or less. Bro, it was snowing here two days ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Is that snowing? Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it's probably, if you have your heater on, it's probably max, like, 70 degrees in your house. Bro, my room, yeah. Like, it's not, in the summertime, I'd be fucked. I would not be able to use my computer. I need to clean this bitch out, and I need to put a new cooler in it, because there's no reason my computer should be this fucking hot. Can you check like, temperatures in, um... And CPU-Z? You have, you have to... You have to download a third-party, uh, like, software to check all that. C- CPU-Z is one. But yeah, I, could... I think... Oh, can, I didn't hear... Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear him say that. But yeah, bro, my shit is way fucking hot. Like, just unreasonably fucking hot, dude. Yeah, nah, you definitely... One thing I, one thing I was, like, I was just really appreciative of, over is the price of this processor. Like it was yeah, only, AMD's are cheap know, and super powerful. Like that's why people were were pissed. My, my fault, I cut you off. That's all right. Now, I was going to say, uh, people were super pissed at the pricing of the 10th gen Intel's processors getting ready to come out because they're still staying super expensive. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, 
AMDs are putting out processors more powerful than yours at half the cost. What yeah. is this? <laughs> and now, and now I can see like it's it's crazy. Like this, this graphics card was two hundred seventy nine bucks, and the Intel equivalent was like probably little, you know a little less than double the price. And um, the motherboards were also cheap too and were great. I had yep. a, I got a seventy dollar motherboard that was like just as good as my hundred and fifty dollar one when I had my fifty eight twenty k, and yep. I'm just like excited bro like this process is great i don't really need to upgrade my graphics card the only thing i can really do is probably get more ram and and shit my shit is already doing better than the new consoles even before the upgrade but this is was like the nail in the coffin this is why i was saying it's a good thing that microsoft is really focusing on the um on like the streaming aspect because honestly I really want to just go to PC like full time. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I want to have my PS4 for maybe like the exclusives that come out. But I don't I'm, this gen. I really don't see a point in buying the new consoles. I really don't. Unless you really just can't afford a PC. I don't see the point. <laughs> I mean, some people just want to sit on their couch and that's fine. Yeah. But uh, time like, to get I a mean, gaming if chair. You're, if you're not one of those people, then heck no buy a gaming chair <laughs> <laughs> nah i mean yeah i get that maybe because for me like i haven't played like my console on my couch in i don't know how many years i've pretty much had my console in my room for a while but uh yeah i, mean, I, I see what you're saying it's just i don't know man six hundred dollars is steep the only way yes, i can sir. see it, xbox justifying it is again if that rumor of them supporting Epic Store and Steam is true, then it's worth it at that point. Because then you have basically a mini, a mini PC. At that point, it's worth it. If that was really just a rumor and they don't end up supporting all of that, then yeah, heck no. If I'm just getting a, my Xbox but with a power upgrade and a graphics upgrade to a TV I don't even own, <laughs> then I'll forget that. I'm not paying $600, bro. Yeah. It's just not happening. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be either. But I get I get why people want consoles. I mean, I some people just don't don't give a shit about playing on PC, and that's fine. But six hundred dollars is is steep for sure. And the re the the time I learned that a PC just really isn't for everybody is when I started having friends I know in real life uh, get computers, and they just. They like run into a problem, or like my brother, for example, who just got a PC oh, in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, they I, just I fucking understand that. Yeah, their brain just melts, and they're like, "Bro, my Steam won't open. Can you come help me?" I'm like, "All right, you can't survive. Bro. Like, just, <laughs> just, just, go, just get back on your fucking Xbox because I'm not gonna come and help you every time your quote Steam isn't opening." Now, like, most when I say like I don't see the point, I'm talking about more so like for myself. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I fix people's computers all the time, and I get tired of it. And when people are like, "I'm looking at getting a new computer. What should I do?" I'm just like, "Buy a Chromebook." Nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not fixing your computer. Go buy a Chromebook. <laughs> do you have viruses? No. I ask them if they have a virus, and they'll be like, "No." I open up their computer. Six hundred viruses found. <laughs> Trojan horse. I don't understand how I can have all these viruses. All I did was go to the deepest parts of Google on page 1072 and download porn from an illegal site. Who downloads porn? 
<laughs> nah, but uh, I feel you. Oh, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Those schools, like, I've always said this about PC gaming. It won't be for everybody because not everybody likes troubleshooting. I, right. I like troubleshooting, so I don't really care. Plus, I'm knowledgeable about computers and whatnot, so it's not an issue for me. But some people, their game doesn't turn on one time, and they're like, man, why they, not buy a PC? They give up, bro. They fucking yeah. give up. That's they, it. They, they just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've definitely seen that firsthand. They just, they just can't do it. I'm like, well, yeah, you stick to console. <laughs> All right, so next up we have uh division 2 dlc warlords of new york city it came out march 3rd well it came out march 2nd for pc march 3rd for console i thought you were gonna say warlords of draenor <laughs> it always sounds like i'm gonna say that i just i just feel it just feel it i always want to say it i need to control myself but uh the dlc for those of you who don't know division 2 takes place in dc but the new DLC, you're going back to New York, which was the first Division's map and uh, pretty much where the outbreak started. Um, you are Your mission is to kill a rogue agent named Aaron Kina, who was the main villain in the first one, but he ended up getting away. He ended up getting crazy, a little bit crazier, and making a new um, weapon, like biological weapon. And he's turning the fuck up, and they became the help in New York. But he has four other rogue agents with him who are helping him out. So the the whole point of the DOC is to kill those four warlords on top of Keener and save New York. Um, you have to kill them physically on top of Keener. Yeah. So wait, what? Nothing. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when he I'm said like, you're, you're gonna <laughs> when he said physically on top, I was like, wait. I said yeah, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> um, Scoom's finished the DLC. I am halfway into the DLC, Man, and Vulture, yeah, Vulture hasn't started yet. But so far for me, I'm liking it. I love how New York looks in the in the heat because you know before it was in the cold. And I just have to change the change of pace. Dude, dude lives in New York. True. <laughs> I like how New York looks. <laughs> in the, it gets hot in New York. In the video game. <laughs> Chosen said in the, the New York heat. I'm like, it gets hot in New York. <laughs> it does, bro. It does. Like, it gets, but, it uh, gets like sticky hot, unfortunately. Oh, but, you get uh, humidity. I mean, oh, does, yeah, bro. You, does it get like hot, like temperature wise, though? No, yes. it does. It does. It does. Oh. Wait, wait, what is what people is don't, people don't think so but even here in ohio like i know last year we got into the hundreds a couple of times with that stick nah nah, nah. <laughs> man those no. are pansy numbers you ever been to texas yeah uh, texas connect, ain't connect with telling me about those texas not, isn't a fucking swamp though that's the difference now nah, it gets high it gets bro like i think last july or the july before that we were in the hundreds every day for the entire month like you get, get, it gets hot here, but we have like that dry frying pan heat. Like it's, yeah. it's not, yeah. it's not humid here. Dry frying. Bro, yeah. you go outside and you can feel like the dirt in the air like stick to your skin. Ugh, I hate yeah, that. You know what? It's I've so. Been, I've been in that. Yeah. Fuck that, bro. I hate that shit. <laughs> Semen. But it's better than being cold. So at least yeah. to me. Uh, not to me. I'd rather just be cold. But again, like I said, we have like that frying pan heat where like if you go outside, you physically get hurt. So <laughs> 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 I 
I'm not, I'm not even lying. <laughs> like, I, I really mean, wish that was that, a joke. That's how the cold is here. You go outside and you physically get hurt. Your fucking bones lock up. Yeah. The fucking ice pierces your skin, bro. Like, oh my God. Yeah, plus for us, it's literally hot from March all the way to like the end of November. <laughs> you step outside again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that stinks. Taking fucking heat damage, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's it, it's not fun. Yeah. But division, but division two DLC has been getting a lot of good um good uh feedback on it. I really I'm really happy for really happy for the game because I love division, and both games have had a rocky start, and you know, but I've always stuck by it. And so far, so good for you at the DLC. Uh, Scooms, how do you, how you feel about the DLC since you finished uh, it? Oh, dude. Yeah, it was fucking sick. Uh, all the main missions were really good. The city's built really well. I like it. I like the um, the map itself. I like better than DC. I like being able to, you know, be in those tight streets and the alleyways under the tall buildings and shit. Yeah, I think I like Division 1's map better than Division 2. I do, definitely. I definitely I, do. I don't know what it is. Division 2's map, I don't know. It feels like everything is the same. <laughs> I, um, it's funny, when I first got into the DLC and I killed one of the first Warlords, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, like, you know, this finna be a breeze, like, <laughs> until I fought fucking, uh, Theo, the drone guy, and... His shadow clone jitsu head ass was like, <laughs> like he wasn't fighting him wasn't hard because once you get to the actual fight, it was just his abilities that were just pissing me the hell off. Like when I started losing, I was like, okay, like this is definitely not a walk in the park. But um, I don't know how the other ones are, but he definitely was a problem. But I do like that it's a challenge and it's not like a quick, you know. I will say uh, once I got to Keener. I got my I was playing solo at first and I wiped on Keener three times. Yeah, Dan and, Daniel was telling me that he was getting like worked by Keener too. Yeah, but I had uh default joined in on me and we got him. It was a longer fight, but we ended up beating him without a wipe. And then I did it again with default and Parker, and that time with three of us we beat his cheeks in, so Yeah. Cool, cool. I, they're definitely harder solo just because of the way the fights are designed mm -hmm. not because of like the damage they do or anything just the way the fights are designed it's way harder to keep up with when you're a single person no i i definitely agree with fighting uh theo like the way that battlefield is laid out and how he has his little fucking shadow clones like that shit was just it, it started getting overwhelming at some points like like who the fuck is shooting at me like yeah. so much gunfire everywhere but yeah, I feel it, man. <laughs> but it's it's great so far. Great expansion. I don't really have any complaints about the expansion other than the uh, the day one bugs and uh, like other other like really small stupid shit. Like I really don't have any complaints. Yeah. Well, Volsha, you'll like it. I know you will. You'll appreciate it. It'll be good when you get it. Yeah, I'm telling you what to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and um, also, you hit level forty. Yes. Have you gotten any of the new exotics? No, I have not. No okay. exotics yet. I'm trying to get my chameleon back, bro. Yeah, that. Ah, oh, fucking love the chameleon. 
trying to get my chameleon back. That's what I'm going to build my uh, character around is that gun. So I want to get it back. Um, what is it? What can't upgrade the chameleon. Oh. Wait, what now? There's a, there's a good amount. Of, you can't upgrade the chameleon. There's a good amount of exotics you can upgrade. The chameleon is not one of them. You have to get a new one. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least I can still keep my chatterbox. I love the chatterbox, but fuck yeah, you can upgrade. You can upgrade the chatterbox because there's a blueprint for that, but mm -hmm. there's not one for the chameleon. So. Oh, because yeah, too, because that that was a random drop. It, it with drops. Bounties. From, yeah. It drops from bounties and T fours, T four control points. I so. mean, I don't mind working for it. It's give me something to do, but the fucking chameleon is fire. Yeah. Yeah. I was having so much fun with it, man. And then they had to go and fuck my shit up, man. <laughs> I'll get it back. Man. That's my only goal right now is to get that gun back. Thanks, thanks. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, next topic, we're going to be talking about Activision and a Redditor that Activision is threatening because they're leaking some of the goods. And I find it completely hilarious that they're doing this. <laughs> okay, my thing is with this guy. Mm -hmm. Did he just data mine the information or did he just like straight yes, up? Yes, that's the, the thing. The information was already like in the game. He just fucking data mined it so they can't sue him anyway. It was already there. It was oh, just so hiding. They can't even sue him if they want to. They're just trying to scare him. It's fucking stupid. Lawyers that don't know the fucking law. <laughs> So it says, uh, just to read like a little uh, paragraph from, <laughs> from the article. As reported by a torrent freak, last week the U.S. District Court of the Northern District of California granted the publisher's request to subpoena Reddit for the identity of a user who posted a screenshot to the Modern Warfare Reddit forum saying, I found this image online. Not sure what it is. Possibly Battle Royale. The image featured a number of soldiers standing atop a crash helicopter in an urban setting with the words Call of Duty Warzone featured prominently. The Reddit post is far from the one Call of Duty leaked of late. Torrent Freak notes that a YouTube video promptly of the Warzone mode has taken down due to copyright claim. Early this month, Video Game Chronicle posted a number of details apparently from an upcoming battle royale in Modern Warfare that were revealed by data mining and players who were able to glitch their way into new content from the mode after a recent update to the game. The Reddit representative declined to comment. People are going to data mine after updates, bro. That's what people do. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> fuck Activision, bro. Fuck Activision. Yeah, yeah. People, people just data mine all the time, man. Yeah. They're just mad that it got leaked. But the thing is, it's like, if your game it doesn't make any sense because it's like, why are you going to draw attention to the fact that it got leaked, bro? Just... If you don't want people... I don't know. I feel like it was if you don't want people to, just... to find your shit, don't load it into the fucking game until it comes out. That's but I feel it. like the better way to handle it would, would have probably just been to ignore it because then now people don't know what it is. Now, it, if you're going to sue the guy and everything over it, now it just looks like um, he was right and that it probably is going to be a battle royale. Yeah. Now you've proven everything. Like you made it worse. Like if you just didn't actually react. Then you would have been good. Yeah, now now, now I know it is a battle royale. There's no fucking <laughs> denying it. Um, but I'm not too excited for it because I'm I'm all for Apex at the moment. But we'll see how it goes. Um, but, but even still, mm -hmm. but 
thing is though is even still like why are you making a big deal out of this people data mine games all the time like this isn't an issue this is a non-issue this makes no sense it made me laugh when i read it i was like they're fucking suing somebody over a leak i'm like what call of duty hasn't been leaked and the existence of call of duty like as fuck they want that guy's ten fucking dollars bro they want his ten dollars probably do man i don't fuck activision Fuck Activision. <laughs> That's it. Now, that really kind of sucks because imagine being that person getting sued because you put together something that was just logical. Like, you know, you know, you've people who have rumored Battle Royale, you're giving hints of a Battle Royale, and then you're giving, you're, you're putting pictures up of stuff that looks Battle Royale worthy. Like, you're putting up a, a picture of four people standing on top of it. Or something like well i think at, they're mad because he data he probably data mined it that's that's what i think they're mad at as yeah well. yeah but uh, fuck activision but it's like it's in your game already okay do data mine it and stop people from buying your games then that's 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 what you're gonna do next yeah fucking fuck because I mean, that's, that's the only way you're gonna really stop that activision is a honest to god like a bigger piece of shit than ea it's just that people don't fucking realize it because they are like they a lot of the companies they operate under are technically like subs mm-hmm. like blizzard mm-hmm. it's, that's fucking activision dude mm-hmm. and fuck them <laughs> and, and bungie <laughs> yeah bungie left yeah bungie hated activision so bad they bought themselves out of their contract <laughs> <and left>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yep. That's crazy. I forgot. I, I don't know why and I forgot about that, but I forgot about that. Then turn around and wanted to sue him. Yep. Wait, wait. Huh? I think it was Bungie that was trying to sue Activision. Damn. Was it Activision trying to sue Bungie or Bungie trying to sue Activision? I don't fucking remember. I think Bungie tried to sue Activision. Eight of mine, and that shit happens so much now. It's like, I mean, I know it's obviously not a good thing for. You know whether we like Activision or not, getting data mined is trash. But I guess as a consumer, it's like when you know when you know those games are getting like fucking data mined. Oh, never mind, it wasn't it wasn't Bungie. It was oh, okay. No, no wait, no Activision to be sued over Bungie split. Yeah. Okay, okay. When you know games like that just just get data mined and people are so into these games that they find these pictures and leaks and stuff, it's like unfortunately it's, it's gonna happen. And for somebody to get a suit to get sued for it is is really stink. I throw a bottle to their fucking HQ for that shit. <laughs> You're gonna sue me? I'm gonna burn your shit down, bro. Fuck yeah, them. I don't know. It seems like a waste of time and resources. Yeah, I I feel like they're not even gonna do it. It's probably like Scoom said. They're probably just trying to scare them. <sighs> On to uh, better bad news. <laughs> Uh, GameStop, GameStop employees report extreme, extreme pressure from desperate bosses. Pretty much, <laughs> as we all know, GameStop is on a big decline. There's stores closing. This it's starting to get to my. Oh, I mean, sorry. It's always been closing, but I'm starting to notice it in my area that there's GameStops that I've been going to since I was a kid that are closing down. So you know, we all know what's happening. It's 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 the inevitable, but they're still open. The ones that are opening, managers are getting these, you know, big so sale numbers. And, 
<laughs> they're getting these big sale numbers and they're pretty much messing with employees because they're numbers that are obviously can't be reached and they're putting a lot of pressure on the employees which is fucking up the whole structure of the business that's already breaking down and it's just not good anymore like like this one uh this one um quote someone someone said that i've um all of the employees we spoke to said that they were concerned about the future of the company most reported their customer numbers had decreased noticeably in the last year i've seen a change in the sheer desperation the company has towards the profit margins one store manager said the company is frantic and distrustful you can feel it in every message they send the structure is falling apart and they're scrambling that's scary like you could feel it in every message they send like that's that's wild um but there's declining sales there's um obviously yeah declining sales uh staff isn't loyal um the traffic is down oh, shit. you don't pay you give them two hours a week bro the fuck <laughs> the pre-orders are um pre-orders are down but they're you know trying to push it for like the, you know the next gen console which will help they just needed to I guess they're just hoping it could be a big turn for them. You know, most people just buy their games digitally. Nobody needs to pre-order a game and, and go into GameStop and stand in line for eight hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was also another quote from a uh, manager, GameStop manager. Uh, pre-orders are being pushed now more than ever. We have to give every guest a sheet of upcoming games while they shop and, they re and then report how many of them we pass out daily. Fuck that. GameStop is cutting down on inventory, meaning if a guest really wants something, or if, if the guest really wants a somewhat smaller title, they will most likely have to pre-order, said the manager. Another manager noted, they've changed the algorithm. We used to get an extra copy of a game for every three games that were pre-ordered, but now it's more like one extra for every five games that are pre-ordered. The reason we didn't make sales over the holidays was because we ran out of everything games systems and accessories another manager said my store alone could have made a ton of more money on christmas week if we just had some more systems in stock i don't know if this is because gamestop didn't order enough or if it's because the console companies weren't meeting demand but it hurts us regardless damn that's it kind of hurts wow. bro i mean i don't work for gamestop but it just it just hurts to see I mean, that i do remember when the uh the one x came out we my dad uh, knows a guy he used to work with like a decade ago who was still a manager at a GameStop but it was like an hour away like in the in the east side of mm -hmm. Cleveland and this dude he they were so low on consoles that he literally stashed one of like my dad paid him ahead of time privately for the console he bought it himself and stashed it and it was a scorpio edition so it has like all the like cool uh project engravings on it and shit mm -hmm. he had to stash it off site for us and that Jeez, night during the one uh, yeah during the one x release after we went up there waited for him to finish all his sales and for him to close the store down and we drove over with him to pick up the xbox it was uh, just because they didn't have enough systems like it was fucked up dude I think he said they got like eight one X's at their store. God damn. No one that and that's was in a... the city. That's in the city. Like, <sighs> that's crazy. Damn, that's that sucks, bro. Cause I know like like even like at Best Buy, like when we remember when the Xbox uh, one X dropped, 
I remember like totes and totes and totes of them shits just piling up in the back. And we weren't even doing like a midnight release of the shit. It was just, you know, it was just there. So to right. think that a gaming store in a in a heart of a city is only getting eight yeah. is is crazy, bro. Bro, I feel like well, I, I don't know, man. I feel like there's no need to go into GameStop anymore, even if they aren't a crappy company. Yeah. I mean, you just you can just buy all of your games online. Like, you can just go into the Xbox store or the, or the PlayStation store or whatever and download your game there. Like, don't get me wrong. There's still people who buy, like, physical copies of things. Yeah, and it's still... like... Yeah, but it's like that number is probably, like, cut in half to what it used to be. Oh yeah, it's nowhere near what it used to be, but there are still certain games I want to have physical copies of. Um, the bad part is, there. see, the thing is, there's a lot of the reason people don't even go into GameStop anymore isn't even just because they don't um, want the physical copies and stuff. It's because if you know you walk into a GameStop, you know you're, they're going to try and sell you fucking yep. cricket. You know they're going to sell you, try and sell yeah. you a magazine sub. You know that's they're exactly going to try and sell you pre-orders to and toys and all this shit. And that's what people don't want to deal with. Yeah, they don't want to have all this stuff shoved down their throats. Right. They'll go in and buy games, no problem. But they don't want to because they don't want to have to avoid cricket and magazine subs and game toys. And fucking socks. Zelda socks. <laughs> Stupid shit. <laughs> it really is, though. That's um, the shit that people don't want to be hammered with. One last thing, too. I'm gonna. Well, I still want to talk about this, but one, one, uh, well, part of the article I wanted to talk about why um a couple managers felt like another reason why GameStop is dying. Uh, one manager says, uh, Fortnite is killing the gaming industry. More than half of every gamer under the age of 18 plays Fortnite almost exclusively. <laughs> so foot traffic. That's so wait. <laughs> Oh, there's no way. Wait, wait. So, That's mad funny to me. So, how many times have I said that Fortnite is for little kids and then like people be getting mad about it? <laughs> so he says, uh, um, but it's the truth. So oh, I said, uh, so foot traffic is down. There's been times where we sell so many V-Bucks oh my God. for a uh, Fortnite in-game currency than any right. other physical game, but they almost never buy other games now. GameStop sells a lot of cards of currency for digital game shops. These are not high margin goods, but they take up very little space in the store. So the company sees them as a good as them as good earners. However, they tend to drive customers toward digital retail outlets. I warned them years ago that selling digital cards is a mistake, said one longtime store manager. They don't make much profit, but they generate a lot of revenue and that looks good on the paper. Sorry, looks good on paper. It's not sustainable. Oof. That's that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not even the fact that like that like Fortnite is outselling them or whatever. It's just the fact that they said that uh, so many people under the age of 18 are playing it. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> I've been trying to tell people only little kids play Fortnite. Shit's I'm crazy. sorry that that was completely like unrelated, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I told you so, bitch. But as the, as the years go by, it's just it's sad for me because like you know, grew up against that. But as the years goes by, it just seems like we're getting new jabs. It seems like we're getting new jabs towards the death of the GameStop. Like 
Good. Get them out of here. There's no way. <laughs> Bro, I grew up with GameStop. I remember my very first time going into GameStop. I was in like this sixth or seventh grade and I bought a game and I bought it from Walmart around Christmas time, but Walmart took the plastic packaging off. And so I guess when they do that, they can't like return the game. They have to they have to exchange it for the same game. So I was like, all right, whatever. I don't want this game. So I'll just go to GameStop and sell it. Brand new game, never played it, anything like that. I asked for a trade-in. Dudes told me $5 in cash, or in store credit, $4 in cash. <laughs> Ever since then, bro, through GameStop. See, for me, it wasn't even, the, it wasn't even the, the trade-in value that was a thing for me. The only reason I have like a little love towards them is that the employees at my local GameStop were mad cool. You were yeah, like homies. Like that mine are cool too, but screw that company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. I remember when the Xbox One came out, and we we had over a hundred Xbox games at the time on a shelf, and we had uh like three three sixties, and we went to sell them in, and this fucking manager told me, like, oh well, we can only give you like twenty dollars each for these because we're gonna have to send them back into the into the uh, warehouse to get cleaned. What do you mean, bro? Take it in the back, spray it with some fucking air cans, and throw it on your shelf. Yeah, yeah, that happened to me. What do you mean, bro? When when I sold my Xbox, because I had a deal where you could get um, so much money off for your, for, to buy a new console, I sold my Xbox when they get a Switch, and I thought I was going to get, like, the two, the full 200 back. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. We can only give it to you for 150 because there's the this console's in bad condition. That's bro, so it was just dusty. Just That's wipe the dust saying. off, bro. I was like, can I just wipe the dust off and then give it to you? He's like, ah, oh, nah, man. I'm sorry. I'm gonna oh, have we, to knock we off. have to do an we have to do an internal cleaning procedure. Uh, <laughs> no worry, I'll bro, come back tomorrow with it. You're going to have to come back. No, with here's the thing. Suits I... and lock down the area. I'm like, bro, just get a freaking feather duster before I knock you in your chin, like. <laughs> Bro, that's the thing. Like, we knew they were going to say that. So we intentionally cleaned our Xboxes before we brought them in. It's just bullshit for them to fucking keep more money off the transaction. Oh and it's like, bro, gosh. literally fucking wipe it off. bro. Spray it with an air can. You got them back there. Oh, man. How about I wipe it off with your face? How about that? Bro, for real. I think the, I think the biggest downfall... I'm sorry, I got too violent. Nah, that's alright. I, I, I was cracking up. I had to like be messed up because I was fucking dying. But um, I think the biggest, even though it had nothing to do with me, because I didn't pre-order the console. But I think the, I think what pushed GameStop over the edge, and like, I want to laugh because I, I can remember the person crying, but it's <laughs> oh, with was the... when the, when people pre-ordered a PlayStation 4 Kingdom Hearts edition. Months before the shit even like people were on it, they pre-ordered that thing the day it was announced, like a fucking year later or something. They all got emails saying, "What was it like? Um, they didn't get enough in stock, or like your pre-order yeah. had to be canceled or yeah. something like that." And there were videos of people fucking crying, bro. I don't forget it was one girl who was just in didn't tears. Didn't there was something else to it though? Didn't they like not get their money back or something like that? Because mm -hmm. it wasn't just that. the fact that. Cause it was something about like they didn't just have their pre-orders canceled like they legitimately didn't get their money back yeah or they can get it back on like credit i think for some people it was like credit yeah but it was something stupid that shit that moment i was like it's a wrap for gamestop bro i was like there's nothing they can ever do to gain their nobody's trust back after that because that shit went like global and i remember seeing it on like every news article and i think at one point on the news and i'm like this shit is 
this shit is like it's a wrap, bro. Like GameStop, you just lost everybody's trust after that. Because I'm tight and I didn't even do the pre-order. Someone paid four hundred dollars for an exclusive for a um, limited edition console, and not only am I not getting it after I pre-ordered it nine months prior, day one, I can't even get my money back. Like that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, I just think the GameStop just wasn't convenient. They tried to always force sales and deals down your throat. Their policies were weird because I remember when I bought my Switch, oh, I had ooh, so much money on, in credit that, that they gave in like rewards points or some junk because I signed up for the pro membership. After they pushed me like crazy to get it, dude was like, okay, well, because you got a console, you have like 500 uh, credit, whatever the pro the, the pro thing is mm -hmm. how however that translates gamer points no, I so don't. i went to i went to go check to see how much i had like a month later because i was gonna buy something they're like oh there's nothing on your card i'm like what the whole point of me buying this pro membership when i bought my switch was because he told me i had so much in credit because i bought a switch on it he told me i had like five bucks worth or something like that he's like yeah i mean I don't know what happened, man, but there's nothing on your account now. But I, I was like, that was like a month ago. How is there nothing there? He was like, I mean, did you activate it? What do you mean that I activated? I did the whole thing right there. Before I forget, and it's, and I'm at, ah. I, I like that you brought that up too, because there was a time, I'm just like trying to hurry up past this, but there was a time where um, I had like, I have a lot of fucking points for GameStop, like a lot, because me and my brother would share the same account. So, right. there, so there was a time you can get Game Informer for 15,000 points, which was a, was a lot of points. Was, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. I think it was a dollar every five points, but it was like a lot of points. So what got me fucking tight, which I, I think it was the last day I went to GameStop. Um, I had bought something and they were like, oh, they asked for my phone number. And it was like, oh, would you like to renew your Game Informer for free? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Like, that's fucking lit. Like, yeah, I, of course I'll do that. So I used to save up my points to use $10, $20 discounts because, like, we used to be in GameStop in and out. So I fucking checked my points, bro, and I was at, like, 100. And I'm like, I, told my, I called my brother. I'm like, yo, like, did you did you use the codes? Like, did you use, like, a $30 off code? Because that's how much I think it costs. Like, the coupon, like, $30 off. And he was like, nah, I didn't use it. So I checked um, I checked the, the purchase history, and it was a fucking game informer for a year. I never went back to GameStop, bro. So God fucking tight. I, I just thinking about that shit. Wow, gets me tight because I remember he just literally he literally said like that. He didn't say what it costs. Like if it costs my points, you just said that you want it for free. I thought they was handing them out. GameStop was like on the verge. You know that's the beginning of the end around the time. So I thought they were just handing out gaming formers. Dude, fucking use my points, bro. They didn't even say nothing. He got to report back that he sold a Game Informer subscription. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he probably got his little high five from his fucking manager that he got a Game Informer <laughs> subscriber, and I was heated. Bro. You're not getting fired today, Johnny. I don't think I used those Game Informers because I was just, like, tight. And now I don't read them at all because I have online news articles. But what I was going to forget, though, about the whole Kingdom Hearts thing was um, I remember it, too, because while the employees were upset about it, too, because... They pushed out more pre-orders than they actually even were going to get. I remember because there were articles about the reason they had to do that because there were some stores that were only getting eight consoles and they knew they were getting eight consoles, but the managers were having them, having people pre-order them shits. Yeah, like yep. there were times where they had eight consoles, but like 120 something pre-orders. And I was like, damn, like y'all don't even tell the consumers and y'all know this is going to be a fucking... A hurricane when it happens, but y'all still do it anyway. 
Bro, they've been doing that. I remember when we were younger and the Nintendo Wii came out, we legitimately couldn't get it the first year that it came out because they would legit have like six in stock, but they would take like like a hundred pre-orders. And then there'd be employees hiding shit in the back too, which I was that's another yeah. another one I read about the Kingdom Hearts one, and I'm just like, bro. Like, yes, I, I don't know, man. GameStop is failing because it's inconvenient and it's annoying. How are you going to have something inconvenient and annoying? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that oh was literally God. the perfect definition of GameStop. Inconvenient and fucking annoying. <laughs> inconvenient <Like>. and annoying. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just... I don't really know if there's any way to fix it either. It's like, how do you... I don't know. As a physical store that is taking care of things that are mostly bought online, how do you remain relevant? Right, right. Yeah. Like, like, what do you fix in your business practices that make people want to come in stores again? Like, I, I like going into GameStop, but, like, I don't always want to have to drive there to get stuff. Granted, you can still get games, like, cheaper and whatnot. You can get, like, you can get the used games. And that was, like, their biggest draw, I think, back in the day, was that yeah, you could was. always go in there and get, like, that a, was, a game that's... for cheap. Yeah, that's where they made their money was used games, and now that's just all right. Not yeah. not even like a thing anymore. Bruh. There's a store here that I still go into sometimes called the Exchange, and they hold like used games of everything down back to like Saturns and fucking N64s and shit. So I love going in there because they do like uh, they do music and video games and consoles and all this shit. But if I wanted to, I could go in there right now and I could buy like a fucking Sega Saturn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like that yeah. shit's cool. So they're good because they're not trying to stay on top of the new <laughs> shit. But GameStop, they just can't do it anymore, man. They need to turn into an exchange or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't have, where I live. We don't have anything. It's GameStop or nothing. I mean, right. we used to have EB games, but obviously that doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, mine used to be in EB games. Yeah. Now it's motherfucking games. Well, I signed into my I... fucking Power Rewards account. I have 380,000 lifetime points, bro. That's, that's valued at $1,030 shoot i had points but they all, <laughs> all magically disappeared bro i used to bro i would i tell you i fucking like lived in gamestop just trade it let me get by and use games over and over and over and then all of that is just like let me see what's the last my thing dad, i bought uh, my dad what bought one of my stepbrothers nintendo switches for christmas with all points that shit's crazy jeez yeah man i I don't know. I I like like I said. I like GameStop, but I just don't know how they stay relevant today. I mean, not. <laughs> the last thing I bought was Evolve, and that was the day it came out. What the heck? <laughs> In twenty fifteen, bro. Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't that like 2014, 2015? Jesus, twenty fifteen of March. Oh no, February. I bought Evolve, and then that was it. My and my brother would buy digital, and then. All from then on is just like digital codes that you could buy off the um off the website. They just email you the code. But before that, it was just fucking mad games. But I think that was probably I mean, the day too. When I got it, I got I evolved, guess, and they fucking gave me free membership. I guess if GameStop wanted to remain relevant, they could have more of a focus on like an online store and just become like Steam or something. They 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they they could try something like that, and then whenever you wanted a physical place to go into, you just go into a GameStop. Oh, they could just fucking want to handle their online store. They, they could just, just rename out. themselves the Cricket Wireless. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> because they 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 tried to become like a tech store because you know they sell like all types of gear now. They have like phones, like you said, with Cricket Wireless, and then you could also buy like like headsets and, and gaming or, or like pc stuff and like mics whatever else like you can buy different tech in there and they tried that and it just, i don't know they didn't help i i don't know i don't think you can save gamestop at this point i think gamestop is just gone yeah, yeah she's dead man so could the higher ups feel like the next gen console is gonna save them but what they don't understand is that it's, it's those are gonna be geared towards cloud-based gaming which you're not a part of and you know yeah that, and that's exactly what i was saying like they could probably just try to be like some kind of online retailer instead and just have a physical store for people who want to handle their issues in person but again that's kind of like a massive overhaul and i don't even know if they can do that now <laughs> it might just be too late because then you got also now you have to compete with the already online retailers for gaming that already exists like Steam, uh, yep. G2A, uh, GOG. It's another one. Uh, whatever you know what I'm saying. I mean Steam, GOG. Then there's the fucking like Ubisoft and Origin launchers, G2A, Kingwin, all that bullshit. Or they could just put all of their money into supporting G2A. <laughs> That'd be spicy. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Uh, sell all their games, brand new games, for like $2. With their uh, <laughs> quote-unquote stolen keys. Hey, man. I didn't ask where they came from. I just bought it, and that's all I care about. It's funny because I still get like I had the G2A app and I still get like the the notifications when like a certain game goes on sale that I had on my wish list. Like I bought GTA already, but like I still get the notifications that hey GTA Five is on sale. Oh my god! Yeah, I just got that yesterday and it was on sale. It was like eight dollars or something like that on G2A. Yeah, man, that place is great. That stuff is probably stolen. It's literally the black market of video games, but. Technically, it's a gray market, all right? Yeah, gray area. Like I said, yeah. I mean, like I said, bro, I did not ask where they came from. I see that they're on sale, and that is all I fucking care about. Hey, hey, man, for all I know, GameStop could have stole their game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Imagine GameStop was surviving off of just hitting, like, Walmart and Best Buy trucks. <laughs> 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 GameStop business is booming as for some reason they're not spending money on GameStop. <laughs> Where are their games coming from, you ask? <laughs> Don't ask. Yeah, but all from all from GameStop, we have already been beating that dead horse. Um trash. Last but not least, we have um NVIDIA GeForce. Uh, Activision already pulled their games, but now Bethesda is also following suit. We're pulling their games from NVIDIA GeForce, which is not a good look for it. There has to be some kind of exclusivity deal going on, man. There has to be. 
Well, it's like I was saying before we started the podcast, I feel like as gaming is moving more to streaming, you're starting to see a lot more game developers freaking out, and I think it's because they're just scared of where their money is going to come from. Yeah, because. It- uh, because before, like when you're when you're buying games, whether it be a disc or if you go onto like the store, like the PlayStation Store or something like that, you're buying like an individual copy of a game, so it's easier to track that. When you have all of these streaming services, though, you can't track individual um, copies of the game, so it's like the devs are worried about okay, where is our source of income coming from if we aren't selling this individual game, like this individual right. thing that we can track? Yeah, for sure. So based on the article, because I, I guess I didn't know too much about this either, but it says uh, this announcement comes just a week after GeForce now lost access to all Activision Blizzard titles due to the license dispute. Apparently, NVIDIA had access to Activision Blizzard titles when GeForce now was still in beta, but it never got full permission once the service became a commercial product and NVIDIA started charging $5 a month for it. Prior to that, the service was free to use if you actually managed to get off the wait list. Hmm. I see what they mean. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know if... I, w- I was kind of excited about NVIDIA's uh, project here, but with how xCloud is working, I cease to care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the again, G, <laughs> at the GeForce now entered what Nvidia is calling a public trial. There are also reportedly a disagreement between the two companies, uh, which allows subscribers to buy games on their platforms like Steam and use them on GeForce Now. It's a major difference between Nvidia service and other models like Google Stadia, and it's arguably much more consumer friendly. But it also means some publishers like Activision won't play ball if cloud gaming users aren't buying a separate copy of a game. It's unclear if the same set of issues is at play here with Bethesda, but the sudden removal of all of the publisher's games, uh, save alone Wolfenstein title, doesn't seem to indicate some sort of licensing dispute that comes to the head. Yeah, like I said, because I did forget about that. With NVIDIA, you can play games that you own on other platforms and mm-hmm. stream it. Yeah, that, that's honestly what it sounds like. Developers are just afraid that they're not going to be able to make their money because you're not getting like the individual copy of a game. Right. Well, okay, I guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, which I know I'm wrong, but <laughs> I don't, because if you're buying the game, if I'm buying... Armor 3 for like, I don't know the price of Armor 3. Let's say it's 50 bucks. I'm buying Armor 3 for 50 bucks, but then I'm using the video to stream it, you know, probably away from my computer. I I don't, I don't see the issue in that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that developers, they want you to buy the game as many times as you need to in order to play it in many, in different places. Because the problem is, is with the NVIDIA GeForce service is that if you're buying it on, if you buy a game on Steam, and you already own it there, you don't have to purchase the game again. You can just play it anywhere else that you want to. Mm-hmm. And so they're afraid that, like, okay, with the service like that, like with Stadia, for example, if you get something on Stadia, you have to play it with the Stadia service. You can't go buy a game on Steam or a game on freaking Battle.net, for example, and then play it now on Stadia. You have to play it through their service. Right. If, if you don't... um. 
if with with nvidia that's not the case so they're feeling like you're not spending as much money and that means through nvidia you're not going to the the developers aren't going to make as much money through nvidia in the long run at least that's the theory that's the idea behind it right because what i looked at it as which i saw it on the sale what i looked at it as is i would be buying a 60 dollar game and then using nvidia geforce now to stream it but then what i understood by what you were just saying is that that would mess up that was that would mess with the developers pockets because theoretically yeah theoretically because there would be no point into how i look at it is there would be no point into port that game into other platforms if i can just play it anywhere with geforce so they i would mm-hmm. kind of be like they would kind of be losing money because if they plan any ports to console it's a wrap because i could already play my game on my tablet or my laptop without having i kind of get it yeah makes sense yeah i mean it does again. make sense but like if you buy a game you shouldn't have to buy it two or three times like look yeah, at fucking exactly. skyrim bro they've continued to up their sales because they've ported it to different platforms over like seven years that's right. fucking stupid and i think it's it's also plays into like the argument of like why like more games aren't like cross-platform and whatnot because they want you to buy the game multiple times they don't want you to have an excuse to not buy their product right that's ultimately what it comes down to. They want to eliminate any excuse to for you not buying their product. Yeah, bro. Fucking Bethesda goes on GeForce. They can't port Skyrim to the next uh, console because you're just going to stream it. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking dumb, dude. But that's what it is. They want you to buy their game for the eighth time. Yeah. It's like, people don't want to do that, man. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> yeah. own... I don't want to own like 18 different versions of the same game. Well, I'm not right. going to do that. That's stupid. Right. Imagine uh, imagine Skyrim being re-released for the Series X and the PS, PS4. Oh, shut the fuck up. You already know it's <laughs> on track. Like, There's no reason they wouldn't. The, all the, They've ported it everywhere. The work's been done. They just got to put it on the store. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Man, you have Skyrim special, special, special edition, bro. I think you forgot another special, super duper uber special edition. Get it now on the Switch. I mean, no, sorry, I can't. It's been on every fucking console. I can't even make that joke. <laughs> exactly. It's been on, that bitch has been on the Switch, bro. That game will be on every console from here to till we're dead. Like. That shit is on I'm a. gonna keep porting it. Shit is on a fucking Amazon Echo Dot. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's on, it's on Alexa. Alexa, play Skyrim. Yeah, you literally can. She, she does. She yeah. does. Oh wait, what? No, I'm dead <laughs> yeah, serious. No, that's that yeah. ass thing. Yes, I've done it. Like oh, we used to, like nah, me and my coworker joking. before he left, he we used to be at the Amazon table, like playing Skyrim on the fucking Echo Dot. Like, do you want to proceed to the town in front of you? Yes. What? Okay, proceeded in town. How does that work? It was. It was. It worked. I don't. I don't know. What? What? <laughs> Would you like to fight this boar ahead of us? What do you mean? Nah. Like, that's this doing too much. <laughs> How does? What? What? <laughs> exactly. How does? Oh my freaking gosh! <laughs> All right. All right. You just yeah. buy buy an Alexa, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Might have fun. So like, 
it just tells you what's happening and do you have to pay for the, like 60 for the game no no no, 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 no. <laughs> fuck that it's free and it's like obviously completely watered down but like oh <laughs> uh, yeah because yeah, you can't see anything it's basically like a text adventure but it's all vocalized yeah yeah vocalized text adventure oh yeah. boy how i i can't wrap my head around how that works but it, it, packs, it works so you're just like him so you just have to tell it every time you want to move forward like one day alexa take one step forward alexa no. take another step forward no no no. she would just she would tell you like what's in the what's going on what's going on like oh there's a like oh i heard that there's a town on this left route would you like to go left or do you want to go right where this dungeon is um so maybe one day like because i have an echo dot maybe one day i'll pop this shit over here in one stream and we'll get to work on some voice skyrim <laughs> but if i gotta pay for anything i'm gonna be tight yeah bro i gotta understand how that works because that's <laughs> that, that just seems pointless and wild it is pointless it really is pointless but it's just a fun <laughs> thing to do at work level up play fucking skyrim voice dates yeah, then they want to wonder why Stadia is all right. <laughs> Man, Google is the company of point users. Man, that's hilarious. Okay. Just thinking about it. Yeah, that's that's something. That's definitely something. But did oh, y'all know I'm mad hungry? Yeah, I am. Yeah, too. I am too. Your voice that's why we're sponsored by. <laughs> well, that's why we're sponsored. Great Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Now partnered with Uber Eats. <laughs> Bro, imagine. You can play Raid Shadow Legends while ordering your food. Bro. With the with can. the Galaxy Fold, <laughs> have one screen playing a game and the other screen ordering food. Click now for more. Imagine they have it to where like you have to complete a mission in Raid Shadow Legends to get to order your food. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, man, be... You must defeat the goblins to get to the front desk. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, have to try that. The goblins have locked the door to Taco Bell. Kill them. We can, we can place your order. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, bro. Yeah, that's, that sounds trash. That would be. I hate, I hate that I came up with that idea. <laughs> I want to make a game like that, bro. Where you're just trying to go to restaurants and eat some food, and every time there's some fucking shit going down. <laughs> I just want to fucking eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, pick you up the gold. Characters like on his knee, <laughs> fucking crying. Like I just want some fucking food. I <laughs> imagine <laughs> that there's a real restaurant like that somewhere. Oh my god, yeah, fuck there has to be. There's no way. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Fucking trying to walk down the street to get a Philly cheesesteak and there's a fucking crackhead throwing up in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Philly so much. That's how like downtown LA. Like, you can't get to nothing because there's mad traffic in the way and people trying to sell you stuff. It's like I just want to go to the taco truck, man. Like That's can hilarious. You, can you not be an obstacle in my <laughs> way to food? Kai says the game could be like Dead Rising. <laughs> <laughs> Except all the, all the zombies are just dope heads. 
<laughs> hey man, let me get some crack, man. I fuck yo. Right. Oh. oh my goodness. Oh, are we done here? Yeah, I think we've been. We definitely uh, this topic. Yeah, that was that was funny. We have we have fun yeah, here. Stop sucks. <laughs> This was uh, episode 20 of the podcast. Uh, besides all the jokes, we really do appreciate uh, the, the the listens that you guys have been providing. Uh, yeah, we're we're probably at... our, our Patreon and our website. Like, you oh, like yeah, you right, Dad. So um, uh, we have wait, huh? what? <laughs> we have um, over 170 listens from, I think I mentioned this like three or four podcasts ago. So uh, it's been a lot more. So thank you for that. Pat yourself on the back. Um, mm-hmm. episode 19. Wait, we have what? 170 plus listens. Wow. Wait, from what episode? Since no, all together. Four oh. episodes ago, I said we had like 100 for four or five, but then now we're at 170. Wait, so we gained how many listens since then? Like 70 plus. Wow. Out of the four episodes, yeah. 75% gain, boys. Yeah. So somebody's listening and I love you. But yeah, follow our Twitter and let us know who's listening. I'm curious. I gotta know. Yeah, I feel like the people that I know I listen, the people that I know listen on on Twitter, like there's like like my, my brother, some coworkers that I know listen because they have the podcast saved on their Spotify. Oh. I know they don't have Twitter. Yeah. Um, okay. but you know, but nonetheless, though, if you do have Twitter, you know, just you know, tag us, type a letter, you know, just let us know you exist. Um, yeah, email us or something. <laughs> Give us feedback. I'm trying to know who listens to this because I feel like we suck. <laughs> that's cr- that's <laughs> crazy. Especially chosen. Huh? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. If anybody wants to replace Vulture Spot, email Wait, us at feed. That's not what I said. <laughs> so actually, you know a better way to know if you listen. <laughs> so, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, facts. Uh, I was gonna mention that. The website, our website will be out soon. And we also have a Patreon coming up where if you would like to support us, where we could kind of make us dish out extra content instead of once every week, we could, you know, get a little bit more. We have some some other website ideas we have, get more articles out. If you just want to support us, we have a lot of tiers that you could check out. We'll have the link in the description. And thank you for even just checking it out. I feel like we should start linking our cash apps or something because it's funny i watched the, okay so i follow battle rap right and mm-hmm. there's this guy who he's known in the industry for filming a lot of like the pay-per-views that go on and he has like his own youtube channel where he sits down and reviews the battles with um different battle rappers and they give insight right mm-hmm. and so they he streams this on youtube and so like at one time he told everybody to just plug their cash app and see and just to see what happens and the people in the chat were like dropping like five hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, and like the battle rappers' cash apps. Damn. Yeah, all my friends are broke, so. Uh... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we actually have. When I checked the um, analytics, uh, we have thirty percent of our listeners are in Ireland. Like, like Ireland? Yeah, like hold on, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right here. If it's are you sure that thing is accurate? <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, not 30%. I am bugging. I got it confused with uh, platforms that they use. Um, 92% is US. 4% is Ireland. 3%... So there's one guy in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, 3% Poland and 1% French, which is probably uh, Kai. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> in Canada. Yeah. I know somebody from Poland, but I know it's not them. I'm at there's I, a I don't know anybody from Poland. I don't know anybody who speaks French. I don't know anybody from not the US outside. We have and we have a geographic locations. We have a hundred percent of our listeners in Earth and zero percent Mercury. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm laughing, but it really show it's really showing me that. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if we had listens from like Jupiter or some crap, bro. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> It's cool because the ninety percent two percent of your listeners are from the sun. So, like for New York, so for example, United States. I like that it does this. It shows where in the United States. So, like sixty-six percent of listeners are in uh, New York, twelve are in Virginia, seven percent are Cali, five are New Jersey, uh, Texas, Arizona, Florida, and Maryland are one percent. You gotta like screenshot that and send that to me. So. I got you. Ireland, there's a, it's called Leinster, L-E-I-N-S-T-E-R. Okay, now I'm like, before I was just kind of joking, but now you guys really got to like tell us where you're from or something somehow, because <laughs> I got to, I got to understand. I was not expecting this. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm surprised by the listens too. <laughs> I'm just like, dang, like there's somebody out there listening. <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Because each episode has more than five plays. Sometimes even more than 10. And if you minus wow. three, just in case we listen to it, you know, it's adding up for the ones that have like 15. Like episode <clears throat> 16 has 23 plays. And that was, um, what is that? What do we do for 16? I'm going to check right now. That's Ghost Recon Breakpoint Update and making and Pokemon Home. And there's people that just watch uh, when I live stream it too, so. True. Um, Wait, okay, so... I don't know if you want to discuss this on the podcast or like after it, but how do you, how does it, um, I guess, calculate plays? So like if I play on Spotify, right? Mm -hmm. And then I stop and then I come back to finish the episode. Does that count as another play or does it count a play as from start to finish? That is tricky. Cause I've kind of wondered that too. Um, let me check something though. Cause I always wonder that too. Cause I listen to I listen to the podcast on Spotify, so it's not like there's a way I can yeah, you know like really check. But let me see. So, okay, so there's different stats. So I guess that you know what's crazy, there are different stats. So there's probably a lot more listeners, cause the 170 plus is from Anchor, Spotify. I see it has 68 starts, 60 finishes, 34 streams. Streams are measured when a Spotify user listens to more than 120 seconds or more of any episode. Uh, eight listeners and four followers. So I actually have to pull up analytics for everything because it's 100 and something on Anchor, uh, 60 something on Spotify. And I got to check like Google and Apple and, and, and Apple. And whatever else we have, I want to say Apple Podcast, but I'm like, I could, I could have just said Apple. <laughs> so, like so I guess to answer your question is, um, I think it's all over. I, I wish it's combined, but I guess there's separate analytics. Oh, okay, that's actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get on that and figure that out. Yeah, right. So we let me know that. And we're gonna have to go on tour. Huh? 
Yeah, because now we're getting to the point where we're making making content, people are listening, and we we don't even know who's listening. We're just pushing out the content, which isn't too bad. We still appreciate it, but you know, here on episode twenty, we're starting to realize that shit. There are people listening. Yeah, you guys are actually listening, which means we're gonna have to try a lot harder with this. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you guys for 20 episodes of hearing us talk and rant about games with some laughs and some cries and and, and some schoolroom saying fuck half of the companies we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all there's all reasons behind it. It's, he doesn't just hate them for no reason. But uh thank I mean, you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>